But as I said, we have a special guest. It's Morris O'Brien is joining us this morning. Morris obviously has won two under 21 All Ireland medals, coached number two one as well, won a Leinster with Dublin and played for Limerick as well. A, a really unique career, Morris. But thanks very much for coming on. Thanks, Jack, and thanks, Matt. Good to be on with you guys. How are you keeping? Good, good. Good, Jack. Suppose, good, Morris. Very good. I, I suppose, Morris, I, to be fair, I really first noticed you coming to prominence in the Limerick Chase circles back in 17 when you had the Limerick 21s. And it's only six years ago, but the progression of those lads, you pinch yourself when you see how far they've come. Obviously, they won in All-Ireland, but to see the likes of you had Sean and Kyle and Keane and Aaron and so many more, just the, the superstars they've become. Uh, yeah, look, you could probably see it at the time. It was, it was a phenomenal under-21 team, you know. Um, gifted players, they were all breaking onto the senior team at the time. Some of them were there. Some of them, most of them probably were broken on by the, the following year when, when they made the breakthrough in 2018. So you could see they were a special team. Um, but they had been a special team since under-14 all, all the way through. This was the art of flagship uh, side of the academy structure. Um, probably unlucky not to win a minor All-Ireland um, but look, probably that hurt has, has seen them good you know where you can see the drive at them at under 21 level to right that wrong you know and have just continued on in spectacular fashion ever since When I suppose did you realise that they were that special group the group that were eventually going to end the 45 year wait for a senior All-Ireland and then go on and win three in a row I know at the, at the time involved them at the 21s um, when I got up close and, and seen them in action um, you kind of knew they were going to be I suppose very close to making that breakthrough you know probably didn't see it happening as fast as it did going on to win it the following year you know but I suppose you had that feeling that if ever a team was going to be to make the breakthrough that these were the guys you know because they were I suppose they were driven obviously talented but like driven and everything they did and um, phenomenal bunch of players you know and look if they weren't going to make the breakthrough where would you turn after that you know so no surprise probably came maybe a year or two earlier than i expected but look isn't that a great thing now it set them up brilliantly and did you ever envisage what would happen over the next six years not only for that group of players but for limerick in general ah, sure. look who hadn't won one in 45 years and was 40 died before that again so I you couldn't really envisage going on to, to, to do what we've done over the last six years, you know. But look, isn't it brilliant? Um, long enough we've seen, I suppose, the big three, like Kilkenny primarily, you know, dominating hurling. Like, so look, isn't it brilliant to see, especially ourselves, driving on and becoming that dominant force? And, and look, all the work that's going on now in the academies underage, you know, you see fellas trying to break into the team. Not the easiest team in the world to break into, but isn't it great to see fellas... You know, putting the hand up now and, and having a go to try and break in there now again. Yeah, and you had obviously a unique insight into that. Fifteen years previously, you had won a twenty ones in Ireland, and it was and you won two, and it was three in a row for Limerick. And was there ever a fear that you know it mightn't just work out for him like it didn't for you? Yeah, no, just there's always that fear, you know. Um, but again, I suppose our, uh, the county as a whole probably learnt a lot of lessons from from our era. Um. You know, the, the amount of chopping and changing of managers and whatnot. So, look, John Kiley being put in situ and given the time, you know, and, and look, one and all early second years so have given the time. But look, again, if that didn't happen, I, I'd like to think that it stuck with him as well because he had come up with this group of guys. He'd won an under-21 with them in 15, you know. So you can see with, with given time, given patience, and look where they are now, you know. And, and it's, look, 
you, you see that the structures that are in place, they're like, a, it's a phenomenal group to work with. Um, our time, look, we didn't have that. We had a new manager every year, um, new brush every year, some guys in, some guys out, and it continued like that for years. So I'd say, you know, the academy structures put together, um, the county board, Joe McKenna probably saw all that happening 10, 15 years previous, you know, and, and stuck with John Kiley, and we've reaped the rewards of it now. In a way, you mentioned there, did Limerick have to have that kind of failure, I suppose, for want of a better word, to see the success and realise this has to be, I suppose, nurtured at a young age and bring them all the way through and mind them then when they get to the senior level? I, I don't think you have to see it, you know. <laughs> it was it was a, a a lot of failure over, over a sustained period of time, you know, while being a top-tier county for all that time, you know, not to not to make the breakthrough for 45 years um, yeah, I, I don't see ever envisage that happening again. Hopefully, you know, with the structures that are in place today that we remain, you know, obviously the, at the um, level of success currently, yeah, how, how long is that sustainable? You know, it, it's not possible long term, you know, but look, to be in that top two, three, four all the time should be the, should be the goal going forward. And I suppose they're at a very good age, the, the team that you had, and, and there's players constantly coming through that when you do have that group that you don't need that many coming through every year, only one or two that'll boost. And we, we see that now, how important is it to, to keep those one or two coming through every year? That's hugely important to keep them coming through, you know, and you're probably seeing now from what happened in Kilkenny for years that you probably don't break onto the senior team until you're 22, 23. And you'd have seen great Kilkenny minors, 21s, probably we didn't see them for a couple of years. Um, and they broke through at that age, you know, so now is the age where maybe the Limerick, Underage players have that couple of years in with the senior panel, strength and conditioning behind them before. Like they're not thrown into the deep end straight away. Um, look, Carl O'Neill, probably a prime example of that, has seen game time, you know, over the last couple of years. Probably a, a huge season for him now, you know, out, out of underage ranks. Um, hopefully his injury troubles from the early in the year behind him and, and a huge year for the likes of him now. Can you break through at 20, 20 21 years of age? Um, you know, so look, it's brilliant. You don't have to force these guys anymore. You can you can let them develop, give them the chance, um, and, and let them develop. And when they're ready, they in they go then at that stage. And as a coach, Morris, if if you were if you were coming up against Limerick, you kind of see teams that are trying to match fire with fire. Would you be trying to take on Limerick at their own game, or would you be trying to do something differently because it, it doesn't seem to work whichever way you do it against Limerick at the moment? Yeah, look, sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. Hopefully, I won't have to come up with a plan. Um, no, look, it's uh, yeah, how, how would you go about it? Look, Waterford probably tried to go against them physically the last couple of years and, and probably had a good go, but again, fell short and probably fell apart. And then after that, Claire similarly physically had a go. You know, I'm just waiting for a, a cork or someone like that to come in in a different way with a pacey team and, and go at them with real pace. You know, so I'd be expecting that this year from, from the likes of a cork to test them mobility, young, fast forwards around the place. You know, is that a key to be successful? Who knows? Nobody's really tried that with them yet. Galway again have tried them on the physical stakes as well. Like so, you've seen that that's hasn't worked for any team yet, and I couldn't see a team physically matching Limerick and going toe to toe with them physically. So, is a new team going to come with a fast brand of pace and strength and speed? Um, but who are they going to be? Is it going to be Cork? Is it going to be Tip this year under Cahill? You know, who's going to come with that game plan to take them down? You know. Yeah, I, I'll get onto that game at the weekend in a minute, but I let Matt, you can jump in there for a minute. 
Yeah, Morris, I, ju I just need to take you back maybe perhaps to your Dublin career, which was very, very distinguished. Distinguished, And um, you were part of a Dublin team that played an awful lot of bogeys, winning the league for the first time in, in what, um, 73 years, was it, in 2011, and winning a championship yeah. in 2014 for the first time in 52 years. Yeah, um, yeah. Fantastic achievement at the time under Anthony Daly. Yeah, I know. It's a fantastic group to be part of Mass. Um, you know, delighted I got the opportunity with Anthony to be to be part of it, you know, and I suppose they did a bit of a clear out of the, the coaches as they call them up there um, when Anthony came in, you know. So he brought in a couple of us then, Niall Corker and Ryan Dwyer and myself. Um, you know, so yeah, privileged to be part of it. A great bunch of guys, uh, special team, you know, probably so I suppose the success levels have, have dropped up there since Anthony has, has um, left as well. So, look, uh, unfortunately, they're probably back where they were before that. But, um, you know, they were great times, Matt, special times and great to be part of it. And, and you know, probably for me, a, a second opportunity, a second chance at it. Probably was living in Dublin for a couple of years at the time and uh, great to get that opportunity when Anthony came on board, you know, and to be part of a, of a special team like that. Um, it was brilliant. It'll be a second chance for me and... Delighted to get it. it, it it's much talked about to this day, Morris. Um, the the, the All-Ireland semi-final of 2013 with, with um, Cork. Um, was it one that got away? Was it one that Dublin left after him? Uh, look, it was a, a sliding doors moment for the team, you know. Um, there was probably an All-Ireland there to be won. Clare obviously went on and won it afterwards, you know. We had, uh, I suppose, primed ourselves for five years Um Every team was going towards winning that Leinster Championship. Truth be told, Matt, it was uh, geared ourselves to that. And if you can win a Leinster Championship, you're beating that Kilkenny team, you know. So, in all Ireland, as possible then. So, yeah, look, it was a great run in 2013. We, we suffered a lot of painful days against Kilkenny in that five years, you know, trying to match them. And Kilkenny probably knowing that we were a coming team and took every opportunity they possibly could to put us back down as they, as they could. So to eventually get over them in a replay that year gave us great confidence and a great opportunity to go on and, and look, win that Leinster Championship. Obviously, huge confidence boost again. Much point beating Kilkenny if you don't follow it up and win the Leinster final. Um, yeah, it was a disappointing, you know, end to it really, you know, um, the sending off. Yeah, sure, look, we, we all, we've our strong opinions on that, but look, it is what it is and it's history now and sliding doors moment. If it didn't happen, you know, where does that result go? Look, you know, there's no point crying over it. It is what it is. And Claire, Claire won the All-Ireland and, and, and Cork beat us on the day. And, and that's, that's, that's it now. Morris, was the first win in 52 years. And um, the previous win that Dublin had was in 1961. And they were captained by a certain man who made a huge impact in Limerick bowling subsequently, Noel Drumgool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, there's there, to be fair, there's there's a good good connection there. Um, I wasn't, well, I suppose he wasn't the first to, to be, be be involved with both counties, you know. So yeah, no, it was, it was uh, there's a great connection there, really. And I suppose a, a, a funny thing, Matt, is uh, at the time I don't think Limerick and, and Dublin played championship against each other all that often in the eighties, nineties, noughties, up to a point. And, and I think from Zero nine to thirteen, possibly played four out of the five years, which is interesting in its way, you know. But um, yeah, no, there's there's a great connection there, and obviously Noel as well, being being that and coming down to Limerick, 
post post that man post that uh, he's playing career. Yeah, so obviously great connection there. Yeah, Morris, we're, we're just at the, sort of winding up the colleges' career. Um, the colleges for this season now, the Hartley Croke Cup and the Fitzgibbon Cups have been have been um, just finished. You were very much involved in your career. Was it two Hearty Cups and two Crocs with St. Coleman's? Yeah, two two Hearties and two Crocs with St. Coleman's, yeah. So yeah, they were they were the days, yeah. So like see see Kieran's are still there, Matt, after winning a Croc Cup again. So look, we beat Croc Cup in my 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 final year, beat Kieran's in the final and Dennis Ring, um was always say it is uh just great winning in all Ireland colleges, but Beating Kieran's in the final really, really, really is the key, you know. And I suppose Kieran's are the standard bears at colleges hurling and proving that they're, they're still there to this day, winning another one this weekend just gone. You had you had a star you had a star studded outfit as far as I recollect in those days in St Coleman's with a strong Limerick connection apart from yourself. Yeah, sure. Look, obviously the the, the main man up front was was, was Andrew Shaughnessy, you know. So. You're giving yourself a great chance when, when you have one of the best forwards in the game inside with number 13 and he's back. So, yeah, Shocks was a phenomenal schools hurler, you know. Um, Jesus, the, the the scores he was racking up in, in, in them games was, was unbelievable, you know. And um, From Harty Cup, the Harty Cups, uh, when he was only maybe 15 in his first Harty Cup final, scoring, scoring two, five or six in the final against Flannans and, and was going on then at the same year and scoring something outrageous again in an All-Ireland final, you know, and he really announced himself on the stage um, in colleges early. Yeah, and uh, you moved on then, just, just recapping your career, Morris, you moved on then and picked up, am I right in saying, a Fitzgibbon Cup medal? Yeah, lucky enough to be part of the LIT um, Fitzgibbon Cup team for I was there for a good few years. Um, we lost a couple of semi-finals and, and, and lost the final, but we were lucky enough to win a final in 2007. Uh, we lost the final in the following year, 2008. So, look, we had we, yeah, great good times under Davy Fitz there, you know. Sure, some of the some of the training we did was probably... I just felt as, like more fellas asking me about what kind of training you were doing and what kind of hurling you were doing. It was uh, running up horse, horse tracks and all sorts of stuff. I know what you get fellas to do it now, Matt. But look, good, good, good times, good, good teams. Look, we we don't want Kelly there with us for a while from Tip, and when he left, Joe Canning came in. So you'd you'd uh, you'd put standard forwards to be hitting the ball up to. So we did, we didn't have to worry too much about placing in their hands. Just let it up. Uh, returning back locally, Morris, um, a county senior hurling medal with um, uh, with Gary Spillane in two thousand and five, and um. Guiding the road to a county intermediate title in 2019. Yeah, big golfing years there, Matt. But um, yeah, no, I suppose. Look, Gary Splen coming up along. I suppose we were we were knocking on the door for for a couple of years, and look had good underage success. And over a period of time before that, winning a under 21 a beating Kilmallock, you know, and that probably gave great confidence and went up and winning. All Ireland sevens in Dublin the same year, and probably there was a lot of building blocks there. Lost the final against the hand in 04. Um, you know, heartbreaking one to be to be honest with you. Now more and sticking a free over about six seven minutes into injury time. So look, we 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 bottled that and look, come back the following year. There, there'd been a lot of years put into that. Um, 
they were, I suppose, Gareth Blaine won the intermediate in 97 or that area and lost the senior final the following year to Patrick's well for probably the next seven, eight years. I was really knocking on the door to try and win that championship and look, lucky enough to be part of that. A couple of us broke on from the under-21 team of 03 to, to, I suppose, Bit of bit of freshness into what was already there, and luckily enough to get over the line in all five. So it was great, great. And um, the the victory with Glenroe was as as a manager in twenty nineteen. Yeah, so um, was coaching him, Matt, with, with Danny Murphy as manager, and look brilliant. Look, probably moved back down into the into the area, you know, and living living in my home place again, and. Um, would be right next to Belly Landers, as, as you would know. Um, so yeah, look. Great to get the opportunity and a call from Danny. Um, I probably finished up with the Limerick under 21s after 18. And uh, Danny put in a call, see what I would have come on board. It's, it's you know, I'm living there right alongside him, knew all the players, um, you know, and knew that they were knocking on the door for a good few years. And, and why not have a go, you know? So I really enjoyed it um, and looked great. Won, won in our first year. Um, brilliant, Glenroo's first ever intermediate championship to win, and looking ha- have been knocking on the door of the Premier Intermediate ever since. You know, we, we we contested two semi-finals in the next two years as well, Premier Intermediate level, and have really established themselves as, as a strong uh, Premier Intermediate side, and probably pushing pushing for uh, the next step up. You know, so and younger age there is going well and, and everything. So I suppose that's the goal in, in Glenroo now is to push on from there. Final question for me for now, anyway, at least. Um, have you any notion of, of retiring? Because um, I, I must let the listeners and viewers know that you have been scoring goals for fun with Linroo Junior Bees for the last couple of years. Ah, uh, yeah. Just a bit of crack, mess. Just a good enjoyment, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm kind of of the, of the variety, you know, if I don't want the ball in the corners either, up, up in the air there, somewhere close to the square. And uh, the ball's in there, you have a chance of scoring a goal. So yeah, ah, yeah. Look, when I was tra- when I when I was coaching them there, I suppose I, I was itching itching to get out in the field a little bit, you know, and look, played played with the juniors there the last three years. So yeah, look, enjoyable, enjoyable part of it. Never give up, never give up. Keep going <laughs> till you can't go, Morris. Um, coming back to the intercounty game, just as obviously a huge game this um Saturday with Limerick against Tipperary in the, the league semi final. <laughs> First and foremost, do you think this was a goal for Limerick to, to reach this stage? Yeah, I think I think so. You know, you could even listen to a couple of interviews there to just Tom Morrissey that you know, they'd like to have more league medals in their pockets, you know, and, and I suppose respecting the competition. And I don't know, it was it by design last year that, that probably the results didn't go their way in the league? I, I wouldn't think it was by design. I'd say just a couple of results didn't go their way. They were a t- tiny bit behind in their training. I remember seeing them last year early, I was down in down in Ennis early doors in the Munster League and they were flying it, you know, and prob- probably a couple of results didn't go their way and, and early early years and probably a little bit of a you know, kick up the backside as well, you know. Um so I'd say this year definitely targeted it. Um I feel other teams haven't had to go off them as much as well, you know. I feel Galway didn't have a have a, have a proper cut and, and Clare didn't have a cut and look Wexford I don't know I was very disappointed in that the weekend as well you know there was no edge to the game at all so I feel probably they will go on and, and put out a, a, a similar team right but they have 10 of their team out every day and giving lads a chance in the proper way which, which you know having one newcomer per line you know and giving lads a proper opportunity to 
you're getting your chance. You've uh, you've uh, no, Kieran Barry there, wing back, getting his chance, but he, he has a Declan Hannan alongside him and a Barry Nash behind him and a, and a Will O'Donnell or a Dara Donovan in front of him. You're, you're getting a real proper opportunity to stake your claim when you have those guys surrounding you know, and helping you through a game. So I feel they're blooding guys in a good way. Um, I feel probably they would push on now and try and win a league if they can. Um, and again, this, this weekend will, will be oh, an interesting, probably the first real challenge of the year. Yeah, you had mentioned about the, I suppose the failure for them games Ignite, Clare, Galway, and Wexford. But from what you've seen a tip so far, I'd imagine they're going to be going for this and, and going hard for it. No, definitely. I, I think just, we've, we've seen with Liam Cal from Blue he's tip underage uh, years um, to Waterford. That uh, there's no there's no um, easing off there. Like Liam will go for it. Liam's teams are you know, I suppose in your face. Aggressive, exactly the way I like a team to play. You know, he's bringing that to Tipperary, and I, I think Tip will come, come now and see, see this as a real opportunity for themselves to test, test these new players he has out there. You know, and he's putting faith in them. They're buying into what he's doing, and, and I feel this Saturday evening's game, I suppose, probably an interesting game for for the for the year ahead. You know, does it look Limerick? We know exactly what we're going to get. You know, and um, probably Tip now it's a great opportunity for them to test themselves against that. Do they need to go back to the drawing board again and, and rethink, or is this what we're going with and keep going? Probably real tester for them. Or I feel Limerick look know exactly where they are, and know exactly what you're going to perform too. So an interesting game ahead, I think. Yeah, and regardless of how it goes, two one two teams going to the, the final, and obviously two will go back for the provinces. But there's only three weeks for you know the, the ten or eleven teams aiming at Munster and Leinster. If you were to call the three getting out of Munster now, who would you be looking towards? Jeez, that's a tough one now. Look, I, I got a mark around on anyway. It's been one of them. Um, yeah. I feel the other two. Uh, I, I I think Claire probably in, in a good place, right? Even though their league form performances don't show it, I think it's Brian Lawn into his is he third or fourth year. Probably had a real crack last year off of Limerick on three occasions. Um, probably disappointed with how it went for them in All Ireland semi final. I feel they'll be there. Uh, I think it's going to be um, outside of that. Then you're, you're looking at your three new managers. Um, between from my own instance, I, I, I think the fresh of a Cork or a Tip will be there. I think that it'll be shoot up between Cork and Tip. To be honest with you. Um, Depends what Cork go with. Did he go with all the new young lads, or or did he keep to the old guard? You know, I'd probably we don't know that yet from their league performances. I'd feel they've won a lot underage. Um, I feel if they go with the new guard, go with a fast Brandon Hurland summertime. I feel it'll be Cork. I feel it'll be a dangerous team as well if they go with that. And um, so at the moment, I'd go Limerick, Clare, Cork. It's a bad day to be saying it now. We playing tip this weekend, isn't it? <laughs> You were unable to thought of to, to pick out your three. Um, you've been very generous time, but before you go, just a couple of quick ones. Um, your most memorable game, either as a, as a player or a coach, one game that sticks out for you. Um, most memorable game, Ooh, on the spot. Um, I suppose I go back to my early days, the under twenty ones with Limerick. Um, probably the Wexford beating Wexford in that final in 0-1. Probably one of my, I suppose, my most memorable games anyway, you know, I'm beaten by a pint on the day and 
was only 17 at the time, completely playing with complete freedom, you know, and probably one of my one of my better days in the Limerick jersey. So yeah, I know, really enjoyable that day, especially, yeah, definitely. Um, favourite venue playing? Favourite venue? Croke Park. Probably got to play there with more more most Limerick players, better the lads that are coming there at the moment. Um, but yeah, I know just any day you get to run out in Croke Park is a special, special day, you know. So and look what a, what a, what a place to, to be playing. And I suppose the Limerick players had a, had a fear of it for a lot of years, you know, and that's broken now. Thanks for the God. Uh, the best player you've played with? Um, best I've played with. Uh, look, I'll, I'll I'll stick with the man that I I suppose won a lot with underage, Andrew O'Shaughnessy. Um, Kilmalik man, you know, look what a what a great player. What a, what an inside forward to have. Um, look, got to play with loads of great players, Joe Canning, on Kelly in colleges, Conal Keeney, um, Dennis Sutcliffe in Dublin, obviously the Morans, etc. In, in Limerick, so great players. But look, Andrew for me is a, especially a standout player, you know, for, for the, his exploits and I suppose his career getting a bit cut short, you know, uh, in the yeah. circumstances they did as well. I, I feel he went on to do, probably didn't come at the right time. What would he, what would he be like if he was part of today's team, you know, but he was, he was that good. So definitely Andrew. And the best player you played against? Best player I played against? Um, this is another good one. I suppose in, in, in again, early days, that there was always that fear coming against Don Kelly in Tipperary, um, and he never never disappointed. Um, you always knew what you were getting <laughs> there, and, and it wasn't going to be an easy day. Um, so, no, yeah, so I remember playing, being playing against Limerick Miners, 0 0, I think, 0 1, that kind of time frame, and just, just, just a phenomenal player, and continued it out through his whole career. So, yeah, got to mark him a couple of times in Parnell Park, the dubs. It was, it was great to get him on a small pitch. So uh, I enjoyed them ones more so than the bigger pitch in the summertime. So um, yeah, Owen Kelly, very. And finally, the best player you've coached? Best player I've coached? Look, I suppose, luckily, in a sense, um, I have a good, good, good lot of them to pick with that one team. So uh, I suppose for a standout moment in coaching, and it wasn't even coaching at the time, it was, they were doing a fitness test early in the year, and the man in question had just probably had been straight out of mine or up onto the senior panel and I wouldn't have known him really, wouldn't have stood alongside him before and I would tend to look at the fitness test and then he was down doing doing some exercise anyway down on the ground and then he stood up and I, he was about a foot over me and Kyle Hayes and uh, I was like, oh my God, is this what's coming off the production line? And uh, yeah, went down then the following week to see him playing in Mallow for the UL Freshers um, playing as a wing back or centre back and uh, I suppose look we needed a centre back for our team and we played him wing back for the first game and straight in centre back after that and look what a player what a career he's had to date and what's he 23 24 years of age probably if he keeps going the way he's going we'll go down as one of the all time greats so yeah Kyle, Kyle Hayes is just a phenomenal player yeah definitely unbelievable and as you said you have so many to choose from in, in all those facets of your career but a fascinating career Morris and I'm sure it's not over yet I know you're not coaching at the moment but I'm sure you'll be lured in yes down the line um, I've I, I, I tougher tougher things now Jack I'm coaching Denru under 7s and under 11s so that, that, that's a harder task now than any Limerick under 21 team I can tell you yeah, you'll be, you'll be glad of going back in with the adults to, to listen a bit, a bit easier. But, Morris, you've been so generous with your time and a fascinating career, as we said. And I'm, I'm sure we'll have you, you back in again. You seem to be tipping towards Limerick for uh, 
for down the line. So hopefully we'll have you back later on. And many thanks for coming again. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Matt. Thanks very much. Thanks Thank, you. Thank you.